0: MLM Nation, episode 360. It's what we can teach, right? And what we can teach leads to duplication. Duplication leads to momentum. Momentum leads to those residual incomes that we're looking for.
1: If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chas
0: where you'll learn strategies, secrets,
1: and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation. If you want to recruit more reps and also create duplication, I highly recommend you check out my free training. It's a webinar, my sponsoring workshop. This teaches you the seven steps to become a top recruiter and the mental tricks I did. It also talks about a six-figure close. You can use immediately to close a prospect, whether it's for a customer or for a business, it works both ways. I also talks about a lot of different strategies that I use to become a top recruiter. I recruit over 80 people a year, consistently year after year. That's actually help, help me make over a million dollars in the business. It's a free webinar. Go check it out it at sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Go get your pen and paper ready. I'm sure you can get tons of value. And if you have questions, make sure you bring them onto the webinar as well. Again, sponsoringworkshop.com, and I look forward to seeing you there. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents a better spouse because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders for myself and apply it back to home. And our mission at MLM Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, MLM Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you will never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like MLM Nation, you love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlmnation.net slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Gen Y Superstar, and really inspiring story, come from a rough past and how really network marketing changed his life around the direction he was going. And now is we're going to go through a step-by-step journey of how he's earning six figures, not a year, six figure, a month consistently for the last four months as well. And really inspiring story. So we have Matthew Rosa. Hey, Matt, are you ready to make it happen?
0: Simon, I am more than ready. From the moment that we had that first conversation, I've been so excited about this specifically. Um, I've been on tour nonstop, and I have not taken my eye off the calendar for this. Uh, It's crazy. Some of my biggest mentors have been on this, and I know you're no stranger to success either. So I'm definitely excited for this episode.
1: Hey, super excited. You know, just for those who don't know, Matthew Rosa had a really rough past growing up before he got started in MLM when he's only 20 years old. Matthew struggled for the first three years before he had his big, big breakthrough. Today, at only 24 years old, Matthew's one of the top earners in his company and recently hit a six figure a month position. He has over 14,000 customers in his organization. Matthew has been touring, traveling around the world, and on the road for the past year and is driven by his passion to what he says learn learn and learn more from all the great people he's met in this amazing profession. So Matt, I give an emulation brief intro, but let's talk, uh, take us back where you're from. I have to ask ask you this question, because you're from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So talk
0: about your past, the rough past you had and how you came across network marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I I, I think that's, that's where, that's where the, the, the success really stems from the The past that I do have um everything that was that I went through um by no means was it this this amazing you know Matt was given a, a an amazing power leg or, or or Matt was given a special set of skills or 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 Matt was just naturally talented by no means was it like that at all. um actually, I dropped out of high school my junior year uh sorry, mom, I apologize, but uh dropped out of high school my my junior year. And um, you know, school wasn't something that was big in my family. It was, it was always based off of hard work, go out there and work hard, go out there and work hard, go out there and work hard. I lost my father at a very, very young age. Um, and in, in my circle, the number one thing that I had was a work ethic, a desire to succeed, and a willingness to learn, right? Um, so whether it was washing dishes or, or flipping steaks or loading the trucks at a warehouse that I used to work for, I, I like to always think that I was the hardest worker in there Um, but for me being the hardest worker, I would look to my right and I would see somebody that was not working as hard, but making the same exact money as me. So, um, it it put me, it gave me kind of a negative stigma, to be honest with you, when it came to traditional businesses. Um, and, and I I immediately sought after different methods of, um, making money online. And, um, I was very closed minded It's so funny. I think, I think that's how most success stories happen. I was very closed minded, to network marketing at first, you know, I thought it was one of these things, right? And uh, I kind of took a step back. And um, in all honesty, watched some of my buddies. Uh, they were they were in a previous company before. Rocked for about six months, and they made some pretty good money. I was twenty years old, and um, I got invited to what they called a barbecue. And I show up to this barbecue, and it's a full on opportunity event. And um, I mean, I was hooked. I was hooked. Honestly, it, it just made sense. You know, people helping people and making money. you know, um, and, and and from there, I just decided to go ahead and, and, and I had never really finished anything I started 100%. And I, I decided that network marketing was going to be that first thing. While all my friends were in college, I was going to make sure that by the time they got out of college that I would be making a full-time income on this.
1: You know, when you send in your buyer, you talk about you had a rough past. Can you share a little bit about that? What do you mean by that? But the um, rough past helped you become successful was one of the you learned a lot of things lessons from that past
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so um i i think the first thing that that was rough on me was the the passing of my father i grew up without a uh, male figure to guide me and to teach me certain things i mean i feel that it takes a man to 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 make a man right and um i think that was one of the harder parts another hard part in my life uh growing up is the fact that i decided to take the rough road of things. Um, usually people learn from the mistakes of others. I, I was the type that needed to go ahead and make those mistakes on my own. So with that said, you know, I moved out of my mom's house when I was 16 years old. And uh, from there, 16, 17, from there, I just started working part-time. Like I said, I dropped out of school. So I dealt with a lot of emotional uh, issues where, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to rely on my parents. I wasn't able to lean on my parents like a lot of kids my age were. Um, and, and also the fact that, you know, since I decided to take those, those, those uh, tough, ways around it since I decided to learn the hard way around it. Um, I feel that that developed a lot in my character, right? So uh, I, can, I can take a hit. Life has swung at me plenty plenty of times. And, I mean, I've gotten knocked down before, but I, I really, really feel I can take a hit. And that's played a massive role in my success because no matter the ups, the downs, I know what to do with both.
1: Mm, really good. Um, it's like seeing the positive in every negative, Right, and, like, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that rough pass.
0: Because like most people
1: had a father while you basically relied on your own. And that built, yeah. like, a lot of mental toughness.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, when, you know, when you said uh, you went to the barbecue, uh, did you ever feel like you were duped? Or but you, you just you were actually excited to join right away?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I definitely felt like I was duped.
1: <laughs> like, why did you felt you, you were duped, and why did you still join? Did you oh. feel angry? Oh. Like, kind of, gosh, man, what the heck? Be angry and, you know... The pissed that these friends did that to you?
0: Well, um, at first I when I walked in, I the vibe wasn't a barbecue vibe. (laughs) Um, there was not a drop of alcohol in sight, there was no food. Um, but like food at a barbecue, okay. That's a sign. (laughs) (laughs) So he tells me, he tells me, he's like, Look, man, we're gonna get started in a little bit. And I was like, What? Like cooking? He was like, nah. And I was like, What is this, bro? and and he tells me he was like look i've been trying to get you out to one of these meetings this was the only way so at first i felt you i was a little upset but what he told me next was something that not a lot of people had told me and he told me i believe in you." and he said matt i believe in you and that's exactly why it is that i needed you at this event man i believe that you can do some serious things him and i are, are still basically best friends to this day he's no longer in uh network marketing and um he sponsored me into the industry and i i the rest is history. I mean, I couldn't be too mad at him for believing in me. So I decided to give it a listen. And then from there, the decisions that were made were completely on my own. I, I was excited.
1: Very good. So it was actually no barbecue at all. It wasn't like a meeting, then a barbecue. Just
0: we had, had a meeting. little bit of pizza at the end. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but barbecue sounds
1: better than just come over for pizza, right? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Very interesting. But I think you brought a good point. Like, I'm sure no one ever believed you in your life. Yeah, man, I mean, but, very,
0: I wouldn't say no one, they were just... But very it, few,
1: but, no, but they, yeah, were, very so they won't flat few. out say that to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially like us Latin males, we have like this machismo thing where we, a lot of the times, like we don't tell each other, hey, I'm proud of you, or, hey, you're doing good, or we don't show vulnerability, right? And, um, you know, growing up, I didn't have too much of that. So when he told me that, I was like, you hooked me up, okay, let's, and now I'm more receptive and my guard was down and I was willing to hear what it was that he was about. Mm, really good stuff. I want
1: to ask you the uh, question. So once you got started, um, you know, you got a dude, but you, the guy believed in you, you're open, you joined. How was your first, I know you struggled for the first three years. Uh, what was the, some of the challenges you went through?
0: Um, so, I, like I said, I, I left school at a very early age, um, my junior year, the year before I was supposed to graduate, right? And um, when it came to learning, I, I, I had a very different method. And like I said earlier, I like to learn the hard way. So um, at first, one of my biggest challenges was becoming coachable and becoming teachable. I I thought that I had a whole, uh, 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 I guess I knew a whole lot of something when I knew a whole lot of nothing. Um, Also, facing that much rejection, I think, was one of the harder, harder turning points for me. I was like, okay, I know I can take a hit in life. I know for a fact that I can overcome this but how many times do you want to fall without wanting to get back up right so um also i would say this was this was a big one realizing that not everybody was going to work at my pace not everybody was going to take this as serious as i wanted to take this and not everybody was going to be as dedicated to this as i wanted to so i had this this uh, I, I was a bliss junkie i got introduced To to, to personal development. I fell in love with the idea of being positive all the time. And I thought everybody was going to work at my speed. And I thought everybody had to, because that's what, and Simon, I know you're no stranger to this industry. You've had those people that tell you, hey, I'm going to be in this with you till the end. We're going to (laughs) be millionaires together. Watch. And then 30 days down the road, they're nowhere to be found. So um, I, I realized that I had a lot of attachment. And once I was able to take away from that attachment from individuals and run with the 20% of my organization that was running 80% of the business, um, I, 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 that that right there is where I saw the turning point for me. Mm. Now,
1: not to, you know, don't mention 30 days. Some disappeared in like 72 hours.
0: No, what about... But the best is the buyer's <laughs> reports 24 hours later. <laughs> yeah, they don't you text them and call them. They don't call you back. Mm-hmm. So that, does, that happens to top earners too? Well... Um, Not so much anymore, to be honest with you, uh, because now I realize that it's all system-based. That happened a lot when I was leadership dependent. Um, but now that we run a system-dependent organization, I can honestly say that retention is through the roof. Hmm. Well, So what do you mean by systems-dependent? What do you mean by that? As opposed to So when I first started in this industry, I was the leader that I, – I, 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 all right, so I know we're supposed to keep this generic – Eric Worry. That's pretty generic. Yeah, you can, generic.
1: you can talk about Eric worry the names, just not names of companies and stuff. Yeah, but you can talk okay. about Eric
0: Worry. Um, amazing. So I remember reading this book, GoPro, and, and um, in GoPro, he had said, you know, don't be the individual that says I'm responsible for your success, right? And I remember reading that as, as I was developing into a leadership role, which I did rather quickly. Um, I realized that there's dependent, dependable, and independent stages in network marketing. You got to get to that independent to make the good bucks. So um, as I was getting to that independent stage, I realized something, and 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 I started realizing that if I'm telling people I'm responsible for your success, if I'm telling people, you know, I, I'm walking them through, I mean, everything step by step, and I'm calling them, having to ask them to work, and I'm having to you know, when I'm not around and when I started traveling for my teams that were in different countries and different States, my home team started to fall apart and it happened time and time and time again. So I took a step back and I said, okay, they need, they, as in the organization, the family, the concrete foundation, right? They need to be able to do and replicate exactly what it is that I'm able to do and replicate without me being in their living room. Right? So my business partner and I, Jason Brown, um, we we decided to create, create a system. And with that system, you know, it was different people that we had learned from, uh, the executive vice president of sales from the company, different mentors, so on and so forth. We took our our skill sets that we saw were working, and um, we took what was what was not working. We minimized that, maximized the skill sets, and we organized everything onto a website with the help of one of our friends, HOA. And um, with that website, it was a q and a I mean exactly what to do your first seventy two hours how to get everything set up, how to get someone in I mean it gave them a to z to the point where the only time they got me on a call was to answer questions a and B, to go ahead and build rapport and relationships with the individuals that they were trying to bring into the business. So, I mean, I'm talking about the system would even explain the business for them, and we do so with live opportunities. So when I say system, system stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. It took me three years to find the system that works for me now. I found a bunch of ways of not to do things, and finally went ahead and uh, organized a system online where, you know, we were able to build from two thousand, three thousand customers to over fourteen thousand customers in in a in about a five six month span.
1: Very, very, cool. very, very inspiring. Really good stuff. Um. So. So there was a turning point. You said the turning point uh, when you were. So you were making income was really was about the systems dependent. Like we started, yeah. and that's when things start growth taking off.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So many, so many leaders, including myself, we want things done the right way, which is often we think our way. Right. And um, we feel the only way that it will get done is if we're there. So, um, you know, for those control freaks that are listening right now, trust me, I've been there. Um, I understand this is your baby. You're putting in crazy amounts of hours into this day in and day out. But I will say this. I will say this, it's not necessary. And there's a massive difference between working hard and working smart. And when you start to work smart, it's what duplicates. Duplication, because Simon, I believe, personally, it's not what you can do in this industry or what I can do, it's what we can teach, right? And what we can teach leads to duplication. Duplication leads to momentum. Momentum leads to those residual incomes that we're looking for.
1: Very good, it's not what you can do, it's what you can teach. And, Write that down, my Nation, type that in. It's not what you do, but what you teach. Um, let's go back a little bit and talk about uh, you know emotional attachment. you said when you first started you were emotionally attached to everyone, and then you you know another uh, kind of breakthrough point was when you let that go you only work with the twenty percent that do stuff. How did you develop that emotional detachment?
0: Well, I realized that at the end of the day if they don't want it more than I want it for them, then I'm wasting emotion right and that emotion i, I, I when, when you're frustrated in life on one particular thing and uh, you focus on that one particular thing, that emotion grows. What you focus on grows, right? So I I, foc- I, I figured if I focused on the ones that want to grow, inevitably growth would happen, correct? So, so that's where the emotional detachment happened. And I also realized that I was willing to do whatever it took to accomplish my why. Now, my why is broken into two things, my family and then helping others, right? So- when, when it came down to that, that's obviously in a nutshell, not in retrospect. But when it came down to that, I was willing to do whatever it took to help my family and to help others. So if you're not willing to help yourself, I, I, can't, I can't just go ahead and, 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 and beat myself on that and, and only focus on that. No, because that's what I'm going to attract. I need to focus on those winners. And that, that made the difference for me.
1: How do you know someone uh, is, going to, is a winner, quote-unquote winner, and deserves your time?
0: Um, all right, so I learned this. I learned this from uh, uh, Taylor Woree. Actually, I was just at ANMP, one of the coolest freaking events. That was my first big network marketing event. My business partner Jason Brown spoke at it. One of the coolest events. You're shaking hands with some of the industry's top legends. And I come across Taylor Woree, and he says, you know, um, with, with with network marketing, he said people won't call you because they feel that they're taking up too much of your time, right? And, 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 and that's when they stop calling you. They kind of push away. But with this industry, you got to feed the hot hand. You think about Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan came on. He started feeding the hot hand. He would give you the ball. But if you messed up, and he would continuously feed you the ball if you were hot. But the moment you mess up, the moment you pass that ball back, the moment you, you something happens where you don't act upon it then he takes a step back. You take a step back. I take a step back. You take a step forward. I'm taking a step forward with you. So you know what? If you're booking me five, 10, 15, 20, one-on-ones, 23 ways a day, then let's rock it because I'm going to continue to feed the hot hand, right? So anybody can be a winner as long as you're hot, as long as you are going forward. Now, every time you're not going to make the shot, you're not always going to make the shot, but take the shot. And those individuals that are taking the shots are the ones that I'm working with, right? I, I don't care if your co- closing ratios through the roof. We're going to get there together. But as of right now, I need you to shoot or I can't work with you. I can't work with you as much as I would like, rather. I so can't the, work with you so, as much as I would like.
1: So it's not about like uh, getting to signups. It's about like bring the people. As long as I keep bringing people to you, sooner or later, we will be hitting the shots.
0: I just want to see somebody wanting to grow. That's it, Simon. I don't, I don't, you don't have to be the best network marketer. You don't have to be the best closure. You don't have to be the best speaker. You know, all that is developed with, with time because at first myself, Jason, Brown, we were not the best speakers. We were not, and, and by no means am I still, but over time you will develop with the right leadership and the right culture, right? So we're going to get there, but I need to see you shooting. If you're shooting, that means the hand is hot and I'm going to keep on passing you the rock.
1: I love it. If I'm a ball of the ball, I love that. Because the guy's missing like ten shots in a row, it's scared to shoot. What's just scared to shoot that you definitely, you know, when you give him the ball, he's going to commit a turnover. He won't even, yeah. get, he won't even get a shot up. You dribble yeah, off the foot. He travel or you dribble off the foot or something. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> hey, um, this is my favorite question. What is your worst worst moment in network marketing to the point that most people have quit or giving this up? But you hung in there.
0: Mm. <laughs> one comes to mind immediately. Um, I'll be transparent with you. Yeah, I'll be I'll be one hundred percent transparent. I feel that transparency um, is there's a lot of people on here that need to hear this. And um, so I in my in my recent company I uh, I joined I used the products for sixty days and um, I fell in love with them. I didn't I, I joined for the products not for for the business at all. I was in another network marketing business. And um, ended up falling in love with the products and I decided to launch it and I gave it everything I had. I'm talking about I jumped on over 100 planes. Um, I, I was in so many different living rooms and I was on op call after op call after op call. Um, I had a six-figure income in 60 days, uh, my business partner and I, Jason Brown, and then um, we lost it. And for those of you guys that have lost teams to other companies, It happens. And I, I lost it. I lost it. So um, I I, have, I spent my entire career chasing this, and I only had it for like three months, and then I lose everything. And man, I'm talking about devastation at its finest. Put me into tears. Um, you know, people see people that follow top earners on on social media. They see the lifestyle, and that's what it is that they want. But I'm letting you guys know there's there's dark times behind it. And that was one of them. I was this close to just taking a step back and saying, like, I'm done with this industry. You know, I, it took me four years to to, to, to three years to hit a six figure income. What am I going to wait another three years? Is that what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait another. So that's six years in order for me to make the six. And it, I started talking down on myself and I. It wasn't to the point that I sat down with my mentor and and, and he got me through it mentally. My business partner got me through it mentally. My family got me through it mentally. And that's what it is you guys need to do. It's okay. You guys are not alone. Count on your mentors. Count on your business partners. Count on your your, your loved ones. Include them into your business. Let them know what is going on so you are not going through it alone because that support system is what enabled me not only to bounce back, but to damn near triple my income. Mm. No more than that.
1: What did um, what do you think your mentors' or support helped you? Is it just like someone to vent and share, is it instead of keeping it? How did they help you?
0: Um, so it's one thing to have somebody to vent and share. That's that's a friend. A mentor really guided me the right way on what to do next, what necessary steps. Next, and one of them was to control my emotions. To be honest with you, because at that moment you become extremely emotional. Um, it, money, the lack of money, is one of the scariest things in life. Oh my God! I mean, people have taken their lives for it. Uh, uh, divorces have happened because of it. People have dropped out of school because of it. You know, people have lost their homes because of it. it crazy things happen with that, and 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 that that was just causing so much emotional chaos. I mean, it's so much emotional stress on me to the point where. I was really, really nervous. Really, really nervous. And um, at that point, I just decided, I was like, you know, I, I need to talk to my mentor. He he helped me take a step back for a second. He helped me control my emotions and then put together a plan. And that plan made all the difference.
1: Mm, really good <laughs> stuff. Now, uh, let me ask you this about your mentor. Uh, what was the plan that he laid out for you? He said, number one, control your emotions and he created a plan for you. What did he have you do?
0: The next thing was... Take a look around and see who's still there with you. There's still not everybody left you. He was like, take a look around, see who's still there with you. Pretty much roll up the troops. Then from there, create that 30, 60, 90-day game plan. Set goals for the first 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days, and get back to phase one. Phase one meaning launch, 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 launch. You see people say you only launch once, right? Um, the, The amateurs... Go ahead and join a business and and, and 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 professionals go ahead and launch. I feel that you should be launching several times throughout your career, right? When the going gets rough, what are you going to do? Launch. So he, he, he pretty much laid out what it was that I already knew. And he told me it's not that you need to do anything new. You just need to do more of what you were doing.
1: Very good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, I love it. You say amateurs launch once when they get started, but pros they launch continuously. Getting back to phase one. I think phase one, sometimes people are lazy. They don't want to do phase one because it's hard work, but it's the only way to grow your business. 100%. You hey, what's one thing that excites
0: you most about the
1: profession? Because you travel a lot. Especially you travel a lot, you see what excites yeah. you about this profession?
0: Um, Honestly, it's going to be it's going to be the traveling. It's going to be the traveling. Um, When when I first started in this business, my mentor told me, Matt, you get to choose who it is that you work with. Right. Although I respect them and I love my mentor, I'm going to have to disagree. It's not just who it is that you work with. You get to choose who it is that you enjoy the highest points of your time with. Right. The highest points of your life with. It's not just working with them. So, for instance, my business partner, one of my best friends, big brother to me, jason Brown right um, I introduced him to the concept of or, or the, the business that we 're in right now and um Man, since then we've traveled around the world. I mean, I've watched them stay at the Amalfi Coast in beautiful, beautiful, beautiful villas. And um, you know, for instance, we 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 just came off of a tour together where we toured all over all over the West Coast. Um, and and you get to enjoy these amazing moments with the people that you love the absolute most. And I think that's my favorite. Aside from the cliche, being able to help people, being able to uh, help help people break through and acquire that freedom. Um, But but outside of that, you know, the fact that you get to travel with who you love when you say, I mean, that's that's ultimate freedom, being able to indulge in different types of cultures, being able to adapt to different types of cultures and um, also being able to set an example. Um, I've always found myself in leadership positions, no matter what it was that I did. And it was because I knew that I could set a proper example. Right. I could set the proper example. So setting the standard. Um, that, that really drives me as well, because I know a lot of people are looking up to me. So it's one thing that I let myself down, but letting down over 14,000 individuals is something that I'm not going to do. So being able to set that standard keeps me always at my 100, right? Always on my a game. And, and, and those would be the two takeaways that I have from this that contribute a massive, massive amount of happiness to my life. Uh,
1: What is one of your
0: proudest moments in network marketing? Wow, recently you're asking me a lot of questions that happened in recent. I think it's because now I'm making money because <laughs> before I couldn't do a lot of things I wanted to. But um, so we have an individual. I'm not going to say his name, but um, he, he he, it's crazy, man. Um, he was facing some serious time and, and lost his kids. And uh, if you're watching this, I love you. You know exactly who it is that you are. He uh, he lost one of his children, and you know, in order to get that child back, in order to get away from that jail time, he needed. and uh, my business partner and I gave it to him didn't even blink an eye. Um, Another one of the proudest moments was being able to write a check for the IRS and uh, not have to flinch about it, not have to worry about it. Um, You know, and one of the other proud moments is being able to, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, Isaac, and I'm going to go on a mission trip and help him build houses pretty soon as well. So uh, being able to give back would be the proudest moments. Mm, Very inspiring. And and give back and not expect anything in return because plenty of people can give but they're holding on to that wallet still, right? Being able to give freely, that's that's different.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things I love about network marketing is, because, you know, I have three beliefs, and one of them is allows us to give back more, yeah. right? Like, if you were never involved in this business, uh, you wouldn't be able to give and do all the things that you're doing right now and empower, inspire, or inspire not just the people on the show and this podcast or watching Facebook Live, but just, like, you know, doing a mission trip and things like that, very, very inspiring, very cool. Yeah.
0: Absolutely not. I'll add on to another one of the most inspiring things, one of one of the proudest moments. Um, my business partner and I, Jason, we threw our first event of over a thousand people in attendance. Uh, um, I'm going to say about six months ago, seven months ago. And uh, when we threw that first event, I mean, I, I flew my mother out. I knew it was going to be a big one. I put her up in a hotel um, and, and just seeing her face and, you know, being the fact that I had left school, um, I was doubted a lot in the family. And, uh, seeing those doubts crushed and seeing her being able to it's like a a balloon letting out air like ah, finally um and exhale with relief was also absolutely amazing
1: yeah where was this event at
0: dallas texas
1: very cool very cool she was so proud of your mom
0: oh man she it brought her to tears it brought her to tears it was it was it was inspiring and we have we have now i mean we're going to events We're flying out Jason's parents, actually, to an event out in uh, Orlando where it's going to be about triple the size of that. And it's just like being able for our parents to follow our success throughout this entire journey has just been amazing.
1: Very, very inspiring. Hey, ML Nation. Have you ever been paralyzed by fear of recruiting? You know… You want to be successful, you want to make money, you need to recruit, you need to talk to people, you got to prospect, you know, it's uh, and every, what do you call it, every no is close to you. Yes, you've probably heard of it before, right, and they're not rejecting you, they're just rejecting the opportunity, but still, you're paralyzed by fear, you're nervous. If this happens to you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I welcome you to attend my free webinar, 11 Brain Hacks to help you overcome the fear of prospecting. Because I used to be the same way, you know, my first two months in business, I made zero money. The reason why I only talked to 10 people and I was so scared. It took me two and a half months to talk to 10 people. I was just scared to approach people. And then one day I had my big aha moment. I discovered some brain hacks, 11 little mental tricks I can say to yourself to help you overcome that fear. And once I overcame that fear, I was able to talk to people, at least five new people, five follow-ups, do three presentations a day. And that's my five, five, three routine. And it helped me become a top sponsor. I ended up Uh, recruiting over 80 people a year for five straight years so if you're interested to help you overcome your fears so that you can make the money and grow your business go check out my webinar it's mlnation.net forward slash fear okay mlnation.net forward slash fear go check it out register and i look forward to seeing you on the training you've been uh you've been amazing you know what as you go towards the end of the show i'm gonna do some uh quick questions to pick your brain okay so here's some quick questions to pick your brain. They can be very short uh, answers. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
0: One of my favorite success quotes, ah, man, Phil Knight, just do it. I love it. Stop, stop, stop planning, stop aiming, just do it. Fire, go for it, take the shot.
1: What is one habit that's helped you become successful?
0: Organization. Organization is absolutely key. Um, before I started organizing my day, scheduling my day, um, I thought that I was being productive when in actuality I was being active. And active doesn't produce income. So uh, being productive, focusing on money, making activities, income producing activities, um, that that was done by organization, by scheduling my day.
1: What is the best piece of advice you ever received?
0: Don't quote Keep it simple. Don't quit. I mean, the going's going to get tough. It's going to get rough. There's going to be extreme lows and some pretty good highs. And there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit. And that's going to make the difference between the successful and the ones that aren't. So do not quit no matter how bad it gets. Plant your flag somewhere. People say, oh, plant your flag for 90 days, 60 days, 180 days. Plant your flag for three to five years. See where it gets you.
1: I like that. Hey, you had mentioned that you're very organized. Do you have a specific tool or
0: online app you use to stay organized? Uh, actually, we keep it short, sweet, simple, to the point. Um, my business partner created a. It's called the Daily Planner. That's all it is, and it says at the top, "An unorganized entrepreneur is no entrepreneur at all." And, and uh, we write down on a piece of paper. It's 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 uh. We print it out every single week, and we just keep on writing down. Keep on writing down. Also, my assistant helps me stay extremely organized as well.
1: I like that. Un, un, an unorganized entrepreneur is not an entrepreneur at all. Amen oh, to facts. that. Definitely. <laughs> facts. Facts. Hey, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone is uh, you know, interested, a qualified prospect. Do you send them a link to your online video? Do you do Zoom? Do you talk to them on the phone? Do you meet with them and use a flip chart? What do you like to use? What prospecting tool?
0: So my favorite prospecting tool, um most people use a video as a prospecting tool. I tend to use a video as a follow-up, right? Um I, I like to be personable on that first time, right? So personable. One of the best ways to be personable, they don't have to be personable with you, but I feel that it has to be something live, right? So if you don't know how to explain the business, the opportunity, so on and so forth, it's okay. You're not supposed to be there when you first get started in the business. But for you leaders out there, um, I'm going to tell you something that helps me out tremendously and also helps my organization. Um, Creating a schedule where every single night – Like, for instance, we have one at uh, 1 p.m. in the afternoon and then another one at 8 p.m. Eastern time that we have an opportunity overview going over your products, going over your uh, your 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 compensation plan, going over uh, the vision of the company in less than 25 minutes. Right. And we have a six figure earner or above go over that each and every single time live every single night. So no matter what happens, I can say, hey, go to this website, which is, I mean, you you create the domain of yourself, it's via Zoom, and um, it's something short, sweet, simple, to the point, and follow up with them afterwards. That way, when you get on the call beforehand, it's rapport. When you get on the call afterwards, answer questions, rapport, close.
1: Mm. Do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote, or a favorite
0: app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, my favorite app on my phone that I've been using right now, Google Translate. It's uh, it's helped me absolutely tremendously. Google Translate and Audible are the, are the apps that are going to help you out in your business the most. Audible is uh, being able to listen to audiobooks on the go. Um, you know, personal development doesn't have to be with your face inside of a book 24-7. It could be while you're taking a shower listening to the audio so on and so forth. And um, Google Translate, one of the fastest ways to grow your business, ladies and gentlemen, is internationally. Um, you know, the, I, I personally, or, or even out of state, different cultures. Um, and it, it can get hard with the language barrier, but we're the most socially connected generation there's ever been. We have access to things like, like Google Translate. So I would definitely suggest using that.
1: And speaking about audiobook, uh, ML Nation, if you listen to this, you can get a free audiobook at mlnationbook.com. Just check it out, mlnationbook.com. Hey, what's, um, you know, what is one book, one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation?
0: Um. Wow. We we have we have quite a few right here. This is one that I often quote. Gary Vaynerchuk. Jab, jab, jab. Right hook. Um. That's gonna be a massive one. I'm reading the one thing right now by uh, one of the CEOs from Keller Williams. Um. What else do we have here? I mean, yeah, we have a heck of a library right now. Anything by? Ooh. Yes. 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 I got a good one for you guys. Millennials in network marketing. Millennials in network marketing. Um, Some of the biggest millennials that I I know personally have been featured inside of this book. It's by a woman named Christine Straight, myself, and uh, my business partner Jason Brown have been featured in it as well. So if you're learning for for the individuals that are trying to recruit other millennials, get inside the head of a millennial, a successful millennial network marketer, and find out exactly how it is that we are thriving and what it is that we thrive off of.
1: Good stuff. And um, here's the last question, Matt. The million dollar question. You ready? So million dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So didn't know your business partner Jason, didn't know your mom, didn't know your fiance, no one. you kind of like an alien that went to another planet, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch?
0: The first thing I'm doing, you said I don't know anyone, right? Right, no one. Your contact list is zero. So, so I'm, I'm straight cold market. Everyone's okay. cold market. All right. Awesome. Awesome. That's not a problem because that's pretty much how it is that we built our business. It wasn't until I saw success that my friends started joining me. Um, you guys watching this right now on Facebook live, you have social media. Uh, you're talking about Instagram. You're talking about according to Gary Vaynerchuk in this book, the average, jab, 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 right hook, the average individual has anywhere between five to seven different platforms of social media, right? Ranging anywhere between three to 500 different friends. Yet we like pictures of cats and, and, and crazy videos, right? Utilize your social media. You can literally reach out to a person in almost every single country. So the first thing I would do is work on my brand, make sure that my social media pages look absolutely clean, absolutely amazing, because that social media, your Facebook page, your Instagram page, Those are your first impression when recruiting online, right? So you're going to go ahead. You're going to make it look really, really sleek, really, really clean. And you're going to, the rule that I follow is 80% lifestyle, 20% business, right? Maybe even sometimes 90% lifestyle, 10% business. You don't want to become a commercial, right? You want to cause curiosity. So with that said, the first thing that I would do is build that online presence, build that online brand, and then start going ahead and building relationships via online. Also. Uh, for any of you individuals that are going ahead and and, and um, in that situation, another way of, of co-processing, if anybody is in a three-foot radius of you, if anybody's in a three-foot radius of you, smiles and gives you that eye contact, you should be collecting their numbers, guys, because you are in this business because you're not in the position that you want to be right now. So with that being said, you want to get to that position, right? You, so it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, in order to get there, it's going to take whatever it takes. You're going to have to do whatever it takes in order to get there. So start being... Friendly with people, get to know people with the right intentions behind it, not just with the with the in mind. I'll, I'll leave you with this, time. You know, if, if you guys are talking to people with the close in mind, in turn, these individuals are going to have a closed mind. Right. I'm going to say that again. If you guys are talking to people with a close in mind, in turn, these individuals are going to have a closed mind. So with that being said, go out there and build genuine relationships. Go online, build that brand, build genuine relationships, because attraction marketing is a real thing.
1: Awesome stuff. Hey, uh, as you wrap up, any last words of advice and then what's the best way our listeners and our viewers can connect with you?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Last piece of advice that I would say is become a sponge, ladies and gentlemen. Please, um, you're never and, and and I know there's this this uh, MLM Nation has a lot of top earners that follow this, a lot of top earners, and um, I see a lot of top earners in this industry that have this ego, a massive, massive ego. So um, whether you're whether you're getting started, whether you've been in for a few months, whether you've been in for a few years, whether you're making millions or whether you're making a dollar. Remain humble and remain consistently learning. Um, I think that if you're able to master those two things, humbleness and and, and, and always being coachable and teachable, um, that that is going to be a foundation for you to always build on and a concrete one at that that will never fall to you and never fall on you, right? So remain humble and remain coachable, remain teachable. Um, in order to get in contact with me, the best way is uh, via Facebook, which I'm tagged in on uh, on the uh, live feed that we have going on right now, or on Instagram, and the Instagram is ITS, it's Matt Rosa. Just like that, it's Matt Rosa. Very simple short tweet to the point.
1: Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most, time, most time, with. time with. And today you've hey. been hanging out with Matthew Rosa. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Rosa, R-O-S-A at the search bar, the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom and also Matt's contact info. Facebook has Instagram links, you'll be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing life, you must help others and give back. So Matt, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you.
0: Simon, thank you so much for what it is that you're doing, man. I've, I've, seen, I've seen some of the events that you've thrown. I've seen a lot of the episodes. And honestly, you just give us leaders a platform to really be heard. So I appreciate you. And to each of you guys listening, I appreciate each and every single one of you. God bless you guys. You guys have a fantastic, fantastic evening.
1: Thanks again, Matt. You're awesome.
0: You're awesome too, Simon. Talk to you soon. Hey, I'm Al Nation. How would you like to
1: track an endless supply of leads using Facebook, especially with Facebook Live? I'm sure you know Facebook Live is a rage right now. You've been on them. You've probably seen one of our Facebook Lives. And you know, top leaders, a lot of my good friends in the profession right now are crushing it. They're like the top income earners, top recruiters. Where do you get these people? From Facebook Live. And even at ML Nation, I'm sure you've seen one of our Facebook Lives. We get anywhere from like 60 to 70 so to sometimes 90 to 100 leads a day using our five-stage Facebook Live system. And on I'm doing a free training right now on this webinar. We're going to go to the five stages and what to do because Facebook Live is not just turning on the camera and just saying a few things. There's actually a list of things you need to do and not to do and how to really be efficient and productive with this. And when I taught the five-stage Facebook Live system to one of my coaching clients, she immediately, even though she never really did Live before, started getting 20 to 30 leads a day to grow her business. So imagine you had 20 to 30 leads a day. What would happen? What would happen to your business? What would happen to your income, Right. So check out this training. You can just go to mlnation.net forward slash live. L-I-V-E. Okay, mlnation.net forward slash live, where you can learn the five-stage Facebook live system so that you can attract an endless supply of leads. Go register right now, mlnation.net for slash live, and I look forward to seeing you at the free training. ML Nation assignment channel, very inspiring story from Matthew Rosa. Make sure you go to MLNation.net and connect with them. Just search for Rosa. R-O-S-A, or just type in Matthew, Matt. It'll come right out, connect with him. Very inspiring, only 24 years old. So I think he's almost about to turn 25 now, but 24 years old, amazing wisdom. It's like, whoa, where do you get all that, right? And really, this is an awesome profession here, a personal development. Uh, He came from a tough past. His father died early, never graduated from high school, dropped out, uh, moved out at 16 to live by himself. But I think, you know, one first lesson is all your negative stuff, that becomes a positive. Turn your negative into positive because those are experiences where you build character. You learn, right? You want someone that's been battle tested. He's been battle tested, but he, when he got started, he had some challenges because he wasn't coachable, and he thought he knew a lot because you know the way he learned. But he realized he knew, he knew a whole lot, but a whole lot of nothing. He had to be coachable, and then he started getting results. Right. And, you know, she shared a story, a very funny story, like a fake barbecue that invited just a barber to get the person in. And the thing that got him in was the three, these four words, I believe in you. Think about what you can say, I believe in you, is such a strong word. Say that, do you say that to your son, to your kids, to your daughter? Do you say that to your team members, the ones who deserve help? And speaking about, you know, the, who to work with. You know, his turning point was having a system and not being emotionally attached to people quick. Because you realize not everybody will work at your own pace. Some people go fast. Some people go slow. you got to work with people who want to be on your own pace. So once you learn to let that go, you only work, the, you know, the 80-20 rule you heard, the 20% that deserve your time, that's when his business grew. And if you're not the 20%, percent you got to b- take the shots. Right? It's not necessarily about results, it's about your activity. Are you bringing people to meetings? Are you bringing three-way calls in? Right? Are you having activities? Keep taking the shots. Because if you're a leader, you've got to work with a hot hand. That is so true. You know, in my business, I made the mistakes where I was working with people that was hot and they stopped doing stuff and I still lived in the past hoping they will go back and become that leader. No, you work with the hot hands. Like basketball, you pass the ball who has the hot hand. As long as they're willing to learn, someone who wants to grow, that's the person who wants willing to take the action. Doesn't matter about the results, but are they willing to put into activity the daily consistent activity? That is the person you want to be working with. You talk a lot about systems uh, where you know, don't be that leader that says, I'm responsible for your success. You got to take yourself out of the picture. Can you walk away from the picture? If you can't walk away from your business, and I'll, I'll ask you this. This is something that helped me develop a system was, you know, could you walk away and not do anything for 30 days? What would happen to your team? Would your income drop? And if the income does drop or you're afraid of people quit, then you don't have residual income. I'm sorry. You don't have a system. Right? You got to have that system. You got to have to say So that's the only way residual income is created to where, you know, then that's how you can scale. That's how Matthew was able to travel. Because before, before, when it was dependent on him, every time he traveled, his business would drop. But when he had the system, he could travel, his income would still be there. Right. And now he's actually a couple months of uh, six figures a month. And, you know, he shared a story when he did finally quote unquote made it, and then his team, everyone left. He was back with nothing. Right. He was in the right. He was, you know, have doubts whether this is. You know, good or not. And that's when you really got to surround yourself with people that, uh, you know, get your spouse involved. You know, just close friends or um, that's definitely a mentor as well because so they can, really, you know, just sometimes it's a sounding board. I know for me just to share, that like, this is what I'm going through. You know, my ma- I'm in the mastermind. I have mentors to help me out, right? So and the, basically a lot of times what you need to do is, number one, get, get, your, get rid of those emotions. It's meant to help them control those emotions and also create a game plan. And the main plan is get back, and this is something that is so true but a lot of people don't like to hear, get back to phase one. What is phase one? Phase one is back to launch. So imagine you launch a business, what would you do? Imagine you start your business today, what would you do? You go hard, right, knowing what you did. But you know what, you, a lot of you who are stuck, oh, I've been in the business for three years, not earning much, Oh, I've been in the business for uh, five years, or I've been in the business for a couple months, and I've signed up, people will be all quit. And you all obviously stop doing it. Imagine today's your day one, what would you do? You go all out. Imagine today was day one and you knew everything you knew. Imagine I asked you the million dollar question. What would you do? You go out there, make it happen, right? Set that standard. Like Matthew said, set that standard. Don't let others down. Don't let others down. A couple other things before we end the show here, recap. You got to organize your day. Be organized. Plan out who you're going to call. Don't be waking up. Who should I call today? Who should I follow up? You should know that in advance, right? Know that in advance. An unorganized entrepreneur is not an entrepreneur at all. I love that. Um, If you have to start over again, you co-market, get on Facebook, make sure your images look good. And, you know, 80%, 90% lifestyle. Provide value. Share your lifestyle. Create curiosity. Don't be selling. Create curiosity. Maybe only 10%, 20% about your business. And most important, just be friendly. Smile. smiles, Build genuine relationships. If you have a close in mind, this is a good takeaway from Matt Rossi. If you have a close in mind, they will be close-minded. Why? Because they can feel it from you. If you have the close in mind, they will be close-minded. Instead, build genuine relationships. Focus on giving, giving, giving. And always, like in Matthew's words, always be consistent learning and be humble. And that will take you a long way. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. I'm super proud to be this amazing Think for are marketing. Amazing leaders uh, like Matthew Rosa. He talked about Jason Brown. We will have Jason Brown on the show as well. And uh, thanks for Hua Boy giving a shout-out for connecting us. And thank you for listening on my mission. This, this is Simon Chan. I appreciate you. Now it's your turn. Go out there. Take those shots, like Matthew's, Matthew says. Go take action. Create that activity. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.